Um, hi, <laughs> welcome to the first episode of What's Your Damage, Deffy. Um, literally, no one knows about this. Like, no one knows that I'm doing this right now. Um, so I feel like it's going to be a surprise for everyone. Um, but also, literally, I don't think anyone's going to be listening to this, like, except for a few friends. Like, I feel like 30 people max, but... Yeah, we'll see. I'm just doing this for fun. So I have my little notes here because I have the shortest attention span. So I'm sorry if I, you know, jump from topic to topic and it sound it, it may sound stupid. This is my first time doing this. So um, uh, why am I doing this? So yesterday I watched the movie yesterday and... Um, I kind of hated the movie. I didn't really hate it, but I thought it was really disrespectful. Um, you know, as a Beatles fan, I thought it was disrespectful and I didn't really get what, why they made the movie. So like I bashed the movie on my Instagram story, um, you know, to my close friends, but I was like, okay, this is not enough. I want to talk more about this movie. And... Um, so yeah, so I was like, okay, why don't I make a podcast? And I don't know anything, um, so I made some research. I made my cover, which I'm going to talk about. Um, I came up with a name and all that jazz, and now I'm doing it. So let's talk about my name. Um, so my name is Defnet, but, you know, a few months ago, my friends, some of my close friends started calling me Deffy, which I think is more international because, you know, kind of mostly American people cannot pronounce the name Defne really well. They usually just go with Defne or something like that. Um, so plus Deffy is shorter. So I like Deffy. It's it's more unique, you know, because in Turkey, Defne is like one of the most common um, girl names ever, um, and what's your damage, Deffy? So, my favorite movie of all time, I think I can say, is Heather's, um, 1988, and it's a quote from Heather's, it's from the very beginning, um, Winona Ryder's character, Veronica Sawyer says to her friend, Heather, what's your damage, Heather? So yeah, that's where it comes from. Plus, I'm gonna go crazy on this podcast. So um, I thought that's like kind of how people will react to, like, what's your damage, Defne? And I just changed Defne with Defi, um, obviously. And we can talk about my cover art as well. Um, it is a kind of stupid picture of me, but I really like the dress that I'm wearing in that picture. It's one of my friends. Um, it's Ezgi's actually. So shout out to Ezgi. Um, I really liked wearing that dress. It was very my type of shit. Um, and my mouth kind of looks stupid, but I do like the picture in general. And then I just put some stickers. I put the, you know, title. And my favorite color is red, in case you can tell. So I just like put some red stickers that kind of you know 
like the stuff that I like, I, I have this kind of goth aesthetic. Although I did have a really big problem with people calling me goth. I thought it was disrespectful to um, uh, goth people because, you know, goth, like it's a lifestyle. And I just know that I don't live like a goth person. And yeah, but now I'm okay with it. I do have a goth aesthetic. I like black, you know, I like the, I like the font, you know, the gothic font and you know, I'm now in peace with it, I guess. So that's, I made the cover art by myself um, last night until like 1am. So I hope you like it. Um, I hope you like this podcast too. Because um, I, I really like talking to myself, but I've never let other people hear it. Um, so I hope you actually like it and I'm really open to um, any kind of feedback. I hope you like it. I hope you can um, have fun while listening to it. I don't really want people to just like ha- like have spare time to like listen to my podcast. I want I want you to be like listening to this like um, while you're doing something boring, while you're doing your chores. Um, I don't know, like while you're, let's say, just staring at your ceiling or something like that, you know? I don't want you to, like, I don't want, I feel like if I tell you to focus on this podcast while listening to this, like, like pay full attention, I feel like that's really dumb because I am dumb and you listening to me talk is like, I don't want to be wasting your time is what I'm saying and... This introduction is long as fuck, but this is my first episode, so, like, the next episodes won't really be, um, like, I'll be talking about the movies as well, I promise, we're getting there. Um, so, let's talk about my plans, what I want to do with this podcast. So, I'm planning to bash movies in general, like, it's all about bashing the movies, but, of course, I'm not going to be, like, um, spitting out like hate. Um, I do also want to clarify that this is for entertainment purposes only. Um, like I know that literally no one famous will be listening to this, but I still don't want anyone coming at me. Like this is just for fun. Um, as I said in the podcast description, I don't have a film degree or anything. So, Um, I don't really know anything, but I do like commentary. I like commentary channels. Um, I like thinking deeply about the movies I watch. So if that's enough for you, you can bear with me. Um, but you can leave too. Obviously, I cannot tell you what to do. Um, I'm so stupid. Okay, sorry. So... I was going to say, I feel like I was going to say something else as well, but okay, I might, I might, oh, okay, in this podcast, so I was thinking I could just, you know, um, talk about one specific movie, one particular movie, or I could just like make like my all-time favorite horror movies, my all-time favorite blah, 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 
um, the movies you can watch if you're feeling blah 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 blah. So yeah, I was I was thinking I could do that kind of content too. But today we're doing bashing. Um, so today's movie is Yesterday, 2019, directed by Danny Boyle. Um, screenplay by Richard Curtis and the story by Jack Barth. Um, it is available on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix and the IMDb rating is 6.8 out of 10 and I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now so um, it got 63% on tomato meter. Um, and the audience score is 89%. So, yeah, this is what we have right now. So, I gave the movie five stars. Um, it was solidly for the soundtrack because it was Beatles music. And, yeah, I really, I really like Beatles music. And, um... That was the only reason I gave it five. Oh, and the idea. I thought the idea was really unique. Like I watched it with my mom and I, I, I told her the same thing like a thousand times. I was like, like imagine waking up one morning and being like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do a movie about um, people forgetting about Beatles one day and there's only going to be one man who remembers them. It's a really unique idea. Like, I love the idea. And I thought it was really creative. Um, I don't see myself coming up with anything like this. So I thought it was a good job. So in the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, amazing idea. I hope they developed it well, right? Um, but in my opinion, they didn't. Um, so first of all, the Ed Sheeran part, that pissed me off so much. So, you know, so I might give some spoilers, obviously. So if you haven't watched the movie, I don't know if you should be listening to me. Um, sorry about that. Um, now I'm going to keep going. So there's a part where when our guy first starts to you know, play the Beatles song in the alternate timeline where people don't know anything about the Beatles because Beatles never existed. Um, Ed Sheeran calls him and he's like, man, I really loved, loved the music you made and I really love the songs. I really loved Yesterday, the song. Um, and the guy doesn't believe him no, you cannot be Ed Sheeran. Like, he, he thinks it's a friend of his that is just messing with him. And he calls again, and then, you know, he still doesn't believe him, obviously. Um, and then he goes to bed later on, and then um, he finds Ed Sheeran in front of his door. The, our guy lives with his parents, so his parents just, like, get the door and his mom is like oh there is this guy called ed um waiting for you he has a really nice face and shit i don't really remember the exact thing she said 
but um, and then we actually see that it's actually at Sheeran. So that's where I got a little mad. You know, it was it was it wasn't even the middle of the movie. It was more like still the beginning part. And I was like, oh my god, that's actually Ed Sheeran. Like they actually talked to Ed Sheeran. Um and they thought he should get a part in this movie, in a movie about the Beatles. I personally thought Ed Sheeran has no musical talent okay like he can play the piano he can play the guitar and blah 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 but like his songs are just disgusting like do you remember the time we were all just religiously listening to shape of you like on the radio and stuff like that was the darkest time for the humanity and he never he never really gave us anything good like we we did like he did give us stuff that was like catchy but he never gave us anything that was actually you know good music so i was like why like why did they choose Ed Sheeran? i was like okay he probably likes the beatles and you know it was a cool thing to do but then i was like what if okay so the movie is British, so they probably wanted to feature a British artist. And I was like, okay, what if they tried to contact a ton of British artists and Ed Sheeran was the only one who said yes. And that idea just stuck with me. Um, If you follow my mm, spam account on Instagram, you did already hear this opinion. But um, yeah, that was just so stupid to think about. Cause like you're doing a movie about the Beatles, it should be like actually good. And you go with Ed Sheeran. Like I get it if you couldn't find any other um, artist that was available. But if, if there's no one but Ed Sheeran, you can, I think you should either do the movie later or if it, if, it, if it seems so impossible to find someone else, you should not do the movie at all. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was really stupid. That really pissed me off. And my second observation, observation um, was the album covers in the movie. So this guy, I think his name was Jack. So when he, you know, records the songs and stuff, he obviously, you know, you know, releases some albums too. And he always puts his face on it. Like he was like literally, except for Abbey Road, like which was, wow, thank God for the first time you actually, you know, um, respected the Beatles like we see him as this guy who loves the Beatles who who knows every lyric um, to the Beatles and but like no like literally throughout the entire movie when he makes albums he always puts his own face on the cover and he doesn't even have to do that you know what I'm saying like for the you know he has this white album 
And I think that was supposed to be, you know, the Beatles, the Beatles, you know, you know how they have like this white album where it just says the Beatles? He could have just done that. He could have just done Jack, Jack Malik and, you know, and that would be it. He really didn't have to put his face like, you know, up to some point in the movie, I was like, okay, like, um, no one remembers the Beatles and he wants to put it out there again. He wants people to hear it because there's no world without the Beatles. It's, it's, they're legendary. Like there would be no oasis without the Beatles and so many more, um, you know, good bands and artists. Um, but this man really did something. Like he really pushed to like show it like his music. Like I know, I know that, you know, he releases his songs for free on the internet at the end. It takes a long time until he does that. But he could have just been anonymous. You know, he could have just been... Um, you know, he didn't have to show his face in the albums. He could have just, like, because wouldn't you feel so guilty? Like, I know technically you wouldn't be stealing the music from anyone because they never existed. But, like, knowing that they did exist and you're just, like, putting their music out there as if it's your own music. Um, and you, he keeps trying to, like, justify what he's doing throughout the entire movie but like deep down he knows so like why did he he i feel like he pushed way too hard to show it like it's his own music that's what i thought um so there's also the john lennon part i thought that was cool like i thought um they did a good job i was like holy shit this is actually john lennon for a second there i forgot that he was shot in the head um which is pretty impressive um but then at some point like there is this long deep talk where john lennon lives in this like very isolated place like living like a lonely poet and shit it's all very pretentious and he just like hugs john lennon our main character um and they talk and they talk and at some point he was like um hug the woman you love and then that's when he understands that he should um tell the woman ellie that he loves her but the first of all why does john lennon say that he literally used to beat his own wife everyone knows that so i don't know why maybe he did say that in one of his interviews he was like oh hug the people you love you know peace and shit it was the 60s after all and he was living this very hippie life um with his wife um yoko ono if i'm pronouncing it correctly um hopefully i am i'm really sorry i love that woman i i love her music too she is a very unique soul really 
But if he never said that, and if they just added that to the movie, um, you know, for no reason, just for him to be this, like, you know, the Yoda to Jack's Luke, if you know what I mean, that's really stupid because literally everyone, especially Gen Z, everyone knows that he used to beat Yoko. And, like, dude, why would he... Like, how ironic is that? Him saying, hug the woman you love. Like, wow, really deep, bro. Really deep. Like, shut the fuck up. That that whole scene was really pretentious, in my opinion. But they did do a good job um, with the old John Lennon. I thought it was really realistic. Um, and then, you know... From the hug the woman you love part, I want to talk about Ellie too. Not her as a character really, because every character in this movie was so boring and there was no one thing special about them. Um, it's, in the end, it, it felt like they were just trying to end the movie. It was like they couldn't come up with anything better, so they just like, oh, like... They get married with Ellie. He he tells that he loves Ellie more than anything in front of thousands of people. And, like, that's it. Like, okay, I get it. Like, wow, happy ending and shit. But, like, not really because this movie is supposed to be about the Beatles. And, okay, maybe the, maybe the message here is that, like, oh, Beatles... Um, brings people love and you know their music you know makes people come together and you know their music have such an important part in people's lives and shit but like in the end it it got such a um weird turn you know like there was no there was no logical explanation to that like sudden turn like it was about the Beatles, it was about Beatles music, you know, John Lennon, you know, the other two people who do remember about the Beatles, but then it's just about Ellie and Jack, and like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you wanted to turn, if you wanted it to turn into a love story, you might as well make the characters interesting, in my opinion, because, oh my god, both Jack and fucking Ellie, they were just such boring people. They were boring. Their story was boring. Like, even my own love story is more interesting in that than that. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry to say that, but that, they're just so shallow. And there, was, there wasn't one thing that was interesting. And of course, some people are out there saying stuff like, Oh, every love story is interesting. Every love story has its own beauty and magic in it. But I know that. And yeah, every love story does have its, has its own magic in it. But not every love story is filmed. Um, we, we, don't, we don't have to watch every love story for one hour and 56 minutes that's what I'm saying we didn't have to 
watch that thing. And if you do, if it's worth to make a movie and shit, like if you're, if you have this, I know the whole thing is fictional, obviously, but like if, if you're, if you're gonna, you know, if this love story part will be big during the movie, it's like 60% of the movie, then you might as well make it interesting, you know, like they, they know each other since childhood, she's his manager, she was there when no one else was, blah, 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 but so what? This is so boring, and if, if you're gonna make, like, this boring and very ordinary love story, then why did you include the Beatles? Like, you didn't have to do that, and like, this, the movie was sold, you know, you know, um, by its relation with the Beatles, like how it was about the Beatles. You know, I was talking about my dad the other day, and we were like, oh, we watched the, we watched the movie yesterday, and he was like, oh, the one about the Beatles. That's how everyone knows the movie. And literally on IMDb, I'm on IMDb right now, the synopsis is, a struggling musician realizes he's the only person on earth who can remember the Beatles after waking up in an alternate timeline where they never existed. It doesn't, the synopsis doesn't even mention a fucking love story, the name Ellie, literally nothing. So you might as well make the movie about the Beatles. Or if it will mention the Beatles, I'm not saying... If you mention the Beatles, the, the entire movie should be about the Beatles. I'm not saying that, of course. But if, if you know, the Beatles part is how you sold the movie, is, if it's how everyone knows the movie, then you might as well make it about the Beatles and not the fucking love story. And if it, if it is about the love story, why was it so stupid, so ordinary, and just like every other love story that everyone literally experiences. And maybe that did touch some people. But, like, dude, was it boring, you know? So, after this whole thing, I wondered if, you know, the two alive members of the Beatles, you know had anything to do with the movie or if they were you know just as involved as Roger Taylor and Brian May in the making of the movie Bohemian Rhapsody which is a great movie like that's how it's fucking done um I know they're like very different movies like you know the context lies I guess but like that's how it's done um <laughs> sorry I'm really shady today um I didn't have my coffee yet if that if that justifies it um so I did some research and I found this article on LA Times and it says although the Beatles had no direct involvement with the movie they've been supportive I got the sweetest note from Paul McCartney, Curtis said, which is the, which is one of the writers. Um, and I also had a very sweet letter from 
George Harrison's widow, Olivia, and one from Ringo. In fact, Star, Ringo Star, one of the Beatles members, if you didn't know, told the Times recently, I loved it. It's a great premise. He's like us, but nobody knows him. John Lennon's widow, Yoko Ono, also has been complimentary about yesterday. So at this point, I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be bashing this movie because if the actual Beatles and, you know, people who are related to the Beatles love the movie, then I don't really get to have a problem with the movie. But then I was like, guys, think about it. Paul McCartney is like the sweetest human being ever. Like, have you seen that man's face? You cannot, you cannot hear one bad word from that out of that man's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's such a marshmallow. He's like, he's like, he's like candy in the form of a human. Like, man, that man is so fucking adorable. He's like a plushie. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course he didn't say anything bad about the movie. Of course he said nice things about the movie. But that's just because he's nice, I think. Or maybe I'm just trying to justify how much I hated this movie. Um, I don't know. I didn't think it was good at all. I think it was very unnecessary to do the movie. And the idea is great. But I wish someone else had made the movie with the same idea. Because I do, like, I so see the potential of the idea like, it's so good, and, like, when you read the synopsis, you're like, oh, God, I, I am watching this movie right now because it's so interesting. But I feel like they fucked it up pretty badly. And, you know, hearing from the um, Beatles members that it is a nice movie um, doesn't really mean anything, I think, in my opinion. Maybe I'm just being an ass. I really am being an ass. Like, if I don't like it... If, if I don't like something, I'm so going to do my best to convince other people that they shouldn't like it too. But, you know, if you think that's, that's, that's enough, hearing these nice things from the Beatles members, you know, you might be like, definitely, like, literally, you can't say anything bad about it. Even the Beatles love the movie. Like, you don't, you don't get to say anything bad. You don't get to bash this movie you know you don't get to talk shit about this movie well i think i do okay um we all have the freedom to say whatever the fuck we want to say and paul mccartney being nice doesn't mean shit to me because paul mccartney is nice that man is not an actual human being. Of course he was nice about the movie. He's nice about everything. Once again, have you seen that man's face? He's the cutest little thing ever. If I ever saw him in real life, I would just freaking hug him. And I'm sure he's softer than the rest of the, you know, human species. Cause like, that's the way he is. I think, except for like, like instead of bones, he probably has like, pillows and shit inside of him that's the kind of guy paul mccartney is especially right now now that he's old you know he has that old people cuteness you know you know how there's like two kinds of old people like grumpy as fuck and cute as fuck you know like wholesome as fuck 
Um, he's that type. He's just he's he's the cutest little thing ever. He's and he's short too. Like come on, he's he can't say anything bad about that movie. And for the rest of the members, which is only Ringo Starr, <laughs>、um, well, he's gonna be nice too. Cause like they're old. Of course, they're not gonna be dealing with this shit. They're not gonna be like, oh, I didn't like this. I wish they hadn't done it. Like same with Olivia. George Harrison's widow and Yoko Ono. Like, of course, they don't have time to deal with this shit. You know, it was an amazing time. The Beatles was legendary、um, while it lasted. You know, sixties, seventies. They were revolutionary, but now it's over. They're all over the age of sixty, and they know that. They know that they like. They're just not gonna go back to anything that is not worth it. Like, oh, someone did a stupid, silly, cute little film about us. Yeah, let's just tell them that we like it, cause that's just how advertisement works. That's how the movie business works. But the the difference is made when the band members are actually involved, like Roger Taylor and Brian May, in. Bohemian Rhapsody, so you can tell the difference by that, like,、um, by that factor, I think.、Um, so yeah, that's what I thought of it in general.、Um, this was a long ass episode. I I don't know if you'll be able to make it till the end, but I hope you liked it. I don't know what I'm gonna do my next episode. On like I don't know what's what's what it's gonna be about, but once I decide on it, or you can give me suggestions too. I'm open to everything and anything.、Um, I'll do another episode. This was really fun talking to myself and making other people hear it. And if you're one of my friends and just want to be nice and listen to this. Thank you so much. You're the sweetest little thing on this planet.、Um, yeah, I I I love you guys. I I love the five people that are listening to this.、Um, <laughs> hope you have a great day. Take care. Love you, and stay tuned for more. Bye.